Welcome back, everyone, to the Slab Stocks Podcast. My name is Aaron, your host, and I am here with This Week in Sports Cards, Volume 8. Yes, we are already at Volume 8. Before getting into this week's episode, want to make a comment on yesterday's huge launch, which was the announcement of the Slab Stocks trading platform. If you missed it on YouTube or on Instagram or through email, we announced that we're building and uh, launching in summer 2020 a all-in-one analytics, trenders, and buy and sell capabilities on an online website platform that you can track different uh, sports car investments and see which way they're moving. And for that, we are giving away this Zion Williamson 2019 Prism rookie card BGS 9.5. And all you have to do to get entered to win this card is to go to slabstocks.com slash slabstocks. And you just got to scroll to the bottom of the page. And then you'll see the sign up, the pre-registration form for the platform. We will keep you updated with information. Just put in your name, your email, and be sure to click that box. You have to click the box to get pre-registered. We are working on rewording the uh, you know the checkbox words. Uh, we do know that it might you guys might take it as the the newsletter that we run daily. We're gonna make sure it says you know opting in to receive slab stocks platform information. But that's how to get entered to win the Zion. You have two weeks to enter for that. So be sure to do it right now before you forget. Moving on with this week in Sports Cards Volume 8, we have on Monday the Giannis Antetokounmpo 2013 Prism Base Rookie PSA 10. Looking at the chart here, clearly clearly we have movement since May. On May 5th, we made our marker report uh, of the Giannis, dating you know probably back to the start of 2020. And it exploded once again. Uh, once NBA got suspended, the card dropped down to around 1450, and then it crossed back over 2000. Finally, on May 5th, now this is the update. Come June 14th, this thing was up to 2850 dollars, which is a 36 percent increase in a little over a month. So clearly, people are banking on the NBA coming back. Giannis, the Bucks having success, and then I pose a question: uh, If the when slash if will this card cross 3500 dollars? Um, you know, before this restart of the season or in the playoffs. So, didn't really get uh, too many answers on that. I think someone said that it would, you know, cross over that leading up to the playoffs. But we do have a good comment here from Chris Cardonia, and it says, just out of interest, do we know what were the prices in 2013 to 2014, like where, where it started and when was the spike, or was it a gradual increase in time as he got better and Bucks were in, in, in the picture more frequently? would be nice to see like the five-year graph. I do not have the five-year graph to share today, but what I do have to share is back in 2013 when this released, I heard that many, many prison-based Giannis rookie cards were in the dollar boxes or under, maybe 50 cents, maybe quarter boxes, 25 cents. And I can confirm that because in 2013, I bought three Giannis cards for my personal collection, which I do not have today. But it was the National Treasures International Signatures Auto, number 60. It was the Crown Royale Silhouette uh, Rookie Jersey Auto, number 99. And then it was the Spectra, I want to say the Light Blue, which was number 99 Jersey Auto. Uh, all three rookie autographs of Giannis. I bought them for a combined $30, $10 each. I sold them for 100 bucks. I want to say, when I was in high school. Uh, you know, I thought it was great money at the time, not really working a job. So definitely thought that it was great. Clearly... Worth way more today. I think the International Signatures is around five thousand five hundred. Crown Royal Crown Royale Silhouette maybe twenty five hundred, and then the Spectra Jersey Auto I'm sure is over a thousand dollars, maybe fifteen hundred. Um, pretty crazy there though what it would have been today. 
But because those were worth like 10 bucks, of course, prison-based rookies would be under a dollar, under 50 cents. Um, PSA 10s, as time went on, I'm pretty sure they started out around like $50 as he started to gain more steam. I remember I bought mine in fall 2017 for $80. Bought in fall 2017 for $80. I actually sold it after the season for $160, and then I bought it back going into the next season at $160, so it was really only in it for $80. And then the craze started to happen. You know, next April comes. That's when all these new investors are coming in. Everyone wants Giannis Prison PSA 10. It went up, I want to say it around 350 really quickly, 350 to 500. Topped out around 800 last Eastern Conference Finals uh, when he lost to the Raptors and the Bucks did. Went back down around 500, sat around 550 all of last summer. And then as the season went on, of course, the explosion happened. Demand here, demand there. I want to say it was around maybe $750, $800 coming out of 2020. So really it's been 2020 is the year of Giannis Prism PSA 10 and all other basketball cards, non-sports cards really in that general. So there's a quick little timeline on it, uh, some little personal stories as well, which I hope you guys enjoyed. My thoughts on the Giannis Prism PSA 10 is that, of course, this is a card that will continue to gain demand as time goes on. As new collectors get involved, new investors, more people you know, want Giannis. Giannis becomes a face of the NBA once LeBron retires. It's just going to keep going up. You know, I don't know. In the meantime, we could see some waves, just like with any cards. We could see this go back down in price a little bit. We could see it go up a lot and then come back down. It really depends on how the Bucks perform in the NBA restart as well. But over time, for sure, demand going up, price will go up. Moving on to Tuesday, we have the Donovan Mitchell 2017 Prism Silver rookie card here. And this post really came on the heels of uh, the Sam Dunks for the day. So Sam put out a video of his 2017 draft recap for uh, that draft. And it was part two, so he covered Donovan Mitchell in it at length. We had a question on Instagram in the morning that asked about Donovan Mitchell and John Collins and Bam Adebayo. And a lot of people were discussing Mitchell like crazy. Is he a superstar? Is he a star? Is he just nothing? And is he just uh, another guy out there that scores the basketball? Well, as we can see here, since the start of March, uh, it's exploded quite a bit in price. Just you know, with the sports car market, there's not much more to say then low supply, high demand, you know, price goes up quick. One auction jumps up in price, as you can see here. It went from $450 to $750 or $775, $790 really. And then it dipped back down around $650. And now today it's around $650 to $675. Moving on to the comment for this post we have from Amandola Slab Investing. Mitchell just doesn't pass the eye test for me. Love him as a player slash person, but he doesn't scream star to me. Very likable and a solid player though. To me, there are more sexy investments out there that will net you a better ROI. Of course, some playoff success could change that narrative. Really, this comment's good because there's a lot of guys out there that score the ball, that contribute to their team's success. Um, but a lot of these Western Conference teams that can't get over the hump because of the star power in the West, it's very challenging for guys to advance deep in the playoffs in the Western Conference, which really limits guys like Donovan Mitchell. Uh, because of the fact that they can't get that, you know, really long playoff run to gain a lot of value, or a lot of people, you know, valuing that legacy of playoff, uh, you know, playoff potential and production. But Donovan Mitchell is, of course, one of the best players out of the 2017 NBA draft. As demand increases, like always, I say these cards can go up in value. We will most likely see a pretty good pullback here, leading, you know, maybe into the NBA playoffs if they lose, you know, in the first round or two. Then we could for sure see a pullback. Maybe it goes up going into the NBA playoffs now. Maybe he has some big games and it goes up. But just because of the increase since March, it is susceptible to a downturn. 
Um, just want you to know that and know, you know, if you're buying high, what can happen. If you're in low, you know, write it out if you want. Donovan Mitchell is a great player, scores a ball. It just has to do with how the market moved, how quickly, and what can happen going into the future. Moving on to Wednesday, we have John Morant, Trey Young comparison here. We have the 2019 Prism Silver of John Morant, the 2018 Prism Silver of Trey Young. Uh, really just a direct comparison of their two cards since the start of April. Looking at John Morant, 15 PSA 10 Silvers have sold since the start of April in auction. 34 Trey Young Silver PSA 10s have sold since the start of April. The John Morant has increased 32% in value, while the Trey Young has increased 25% in value. So right now, John Morant outperformed Trey Young from April 5th to June 12th. Uh, let it be known that this post was made after June 12th, but because we didn't have enough data on John Morant, we can only directly compare up to June 12th. But at this time, Trey Young's silver PSA 10s were $745. John Morant's silver PSA 10s were $1,325. So clearly quite a big difference there. 56% is uh, Trey Young's value compared to John Morant. And looking at the PSA population reports for these two cards, there are only 419 John Morant Prism Silver PSA 10s of a total of 1,069 graded. That's 39% PSA 10 gem rate. For Trey Young, there's 1,648 silver 10s of 2,670 graded, so 62%. So looking at this card and the PSA population reports, there's a lot to take from here. First, there's a large backlog at PSA since 2019 Prism released in December. Lots of people have been submitting cards in bulk orders. There's lots of silvers that have yet to be graded that are sitting at PSA. So for sure, in the next six months to eight months, maybe to a year, we will see many more John Morants get added to that population report. We also will see Trey Youngs get added, probably not at the same clip as John Morant since those just came out in December, but we still will. As for the difference in the gem rate, John Morant in 2019, I do feel like that the quality control was a little bit lower than 2018 for the cards, but also a contributing factor could be just PSA's grading standards have tweaked a bit. I have heard that PSA is getting a little stricter on their grading maybe. Uh, some people are saying that you know normally they're 9s now or maybe you know 50% 9s and 10s. Um, but just know that there's some different factors going here. And then in terms of comparing these two as investments, uh, it gets a little bit more muddy because Trey Young, you know, of course, amazing top five scorer in the league this year, nine assists per game, which is huge. He's on a worse team. He's not going to be in the NBA restart. John Morant will. He is going to be in the NBA restart. So there's some stuff going on there that you're just going to have to work out uh, which player you like more. But as we sit right now, today's value is around $800 for Trey Young for his Prism Silver PSA 10, and John Morant is around $1,550. Moving on to the comment here, we have it from Wheels Up in 30. He says, Beware for now on both, especially with the huge backlog at major grading companies. It's going to be a good 12 to 18 months or longer before we know the true pops reports for accurate comparison. Pretty much what I just explained in the comment from him, which is great to see the contribution there. Um, my thoughts on where you should maybe go between Trey Young and John Morant. Um, kind of a toss up, you know, there's things to like between both. Definitely love the price difference for Trey Young. The fact that they're like 50% the value is awesome to see. Um, the difference is that John Moran's team is much more exciting. The Grizzlies have a lot of great pieces around John Moran, Jaron Jackson Jr., Brandon Clark. Of course, Trey Young has John Collins and Cam Reddish, but they're not there with the Grizzlies. And they're also competing in the Western Conference, which makes them look better. 
just as is, which is great. Moving on to Thursday, and this is actually the last uh, market report of the week, we have the Jason Tatum Prism Silver PSA 10 versus the Jason Tatum Select Silver PSA 10 comparison. And really, if you look at the chart here, it really does look like that the, the two cards are mirroring each other since the start of March. You know, goes down a little bit, rises back up, and then kind of hits a spike again. Uh, the difference here is that the Prism Silver PSA 10 hit a larger spike, uh, going up to 76%, versus the Select Silver that has went up 55%. So, yes, difference in uh, in increase here in value. However, there is a very interesting aspect here that we need to look at, and that that is that there are 30 or 20% Select Silver PSA 10s of Prism Silver PSA 10s, basically meaning that there are 100. Uh, around 100 select silver PSA 10s in the population report. There's around 500 Jason Tatum Prism Silver PSA 10s. So very interesting numbers there. Um, looking at select versus Prism. The outlook, does select have room to grow? Is it worth putting money into over Prism? Clearly Prism is king, but is it really worth sinking the extra dollars into? Have some comments here. First one is from Counting Cards. He says, I pretty much use select as my fallback. Option if Prism Silver and Optic Hollows are out of my budget, I don't mind them at all and think the action shots are pretty dope, but it's never my first go to. Vance Cards says, My quick positive rant about Select being undervalued. Hobby only product with high price point and not a lot of cards per box. Action shot photography. Silvers are hard to hit, also accompanied by great colors. On card autos sometimes versus Prism that has no on card autos. It seems like it should carry a premium over the vastly more produced Prism that is available in hobby, retail, cello pack, blaster, products, etc., to which silvers can be hidden, all of them. I like both products, but Select is so much scarce and undervalued, in my opinion, and rant. Great comments there looking at the differences in Select and Prism. I do want to add that there was another comment that I did forget to put in here that pointed out that while Select is a hobby-only product, um, it is only released via hobby format, first off the line, if you want to add that in. The difference is that retail products do get more people involved and it makes the brand bigger. Uh, it's released at Targets and Walmarts for retail pricing, $20 per blaster box, $3 per pack. And it does get more people involved, which is something that we should note because that adds demand, it adds more people going to the product, you know, and buying the product because they know what it is, uh, the singles of it, investing in it. Um, but it's also, you know, double-edged sword here because Select is much more rare, obviously, by the PSA 10 for Jason Tatum, as uh, just that. And then also it's just, you know, there's way less available on eBay to buy. So in my opinion, both are great. Prism is the king, most demanded set, uh, you know, always will be. People love Prism. Select, great design, awesome photography, scarce silvers, rare pa parallels, great looking colors. Um, there's a lot to like about both, and I say just go with both. Maybe hedge a little bit of bet and put someone select if you only have Prism, but just a really good both two sets to invest in. So there was no market report on Friday because we were awaiting our big announcement. We wanted to, you know, get all that together and then we announced it yesterday on Saturday. But for question of the week that we still have to hit, how does the recent grading fee increases adjust or not adjust your future plans? We have a comment here from Broke Card Investor. I think it was about time. The demand is just so high, which is why. They are so behind. They had to find a way to regulate the market. Pricing higher will cause some not to sending cards for grading anymore, which does two things. One, cards that are already graded will be more valuable with less card graded cards hitting the market. And two, it allows PSA and BGS to play catch up with the cards. They still need to grade without getting further behind. 
Northwoods card collector says, hopefully we get what we pay for and they show some accountability and start living up to the turnaround times. If we pay more, they should work harder. LOL, LOL. I need to stop lying to myself. So basically, uh, this past week is actually, you know, a week ago now or so, a week and a half ago. PSA and BGS both increased the prices. Uh, PSA, I want to say bulk or value submissions now went from $9 a card to $12 a card if you're submitting 100 plus. And for BGS, I think that they raised most of their services $5 to $10 depending on the turnaround time. So there were grading increases across the board. But let's remember, in the end, you are still getting a huge profit margin out of grading if your cards grade out to gem mint condition or even sometimes mint condition now with PSA 9s. Those are very valuable and very much worth grading if you have PSA 9s. Um, you know, it's not worth saying, oh, the grading increases keep me from grading. You're just going to leave money on the table in the end. And also, let's fingers crossed hope that they invest that money into, you know, hiring more graders, doing something different to improve quality control or, you know, their operations processes to hopefully speed up turnaround times so you guys can get your cards back so you can sell them faster. You know, there's not much more to say on that. Let's just keep our fingers crossed that the process improves. We are throwing in a bonus question of the week this week, and it is, what was your favorite investment or card purchase you made this weekend? And we have a comment here from Alan Ogdahl that says, Baker Mayfield PSA 2, people overlook the 2s, everyone wants a 9 or 10, but 2s are where the real money is, and that got 17 likes, got a couple of responses there, bro, what? And I just want to shout out this comment because Alan is a good friend of mine from high school and from even before that, I've known him for a long time, one of my best friends for sure. And uh, it's just a funny comment. He, you know, he likes ripping packs with me and ripping retail packs and searching for some even score football cards because he just likes to rip the packs open. But I uh, just want to give him a little spotlight in this video. So if you're watching and you have nothing else to do on this Sunday, which is actually Father's Day, I must say, uh, happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Uh, definitely good to have you around for your kids. That's awesome. But if you have some time, Go to Instagram, search Alan Ogdon, send him a message and say, dude, why are you buying Baker Mayfield PSA 2s? I think he'd get a real kick out of that. I'm sure he'll text me later being like, dude, someone messaged me on Instagram. It'd be kind of funny. But to wrap up this video, just want to reiterate that we did make the announcement that Slabstock's platform is going live sometime this summer. Buy, sell, track your you know investments, have your own portfolio, be able to see the different stocks pages and different cards and how they're shifting in the industry and connect your account to eBay so you can hit that huge audience on eBay while also being able to have a more efficient way to buy and sell sports cards and track your investments all for free. You know, it's all free. You'll be able to do all, everything I just said for free, which is going to be amazing for you guys. Be able to keep the money in your pocket, spend down the investments and work to build up your collection and investments instead. Head over to slabstocks.com slash slabstocks to pre-register. Scroll on the page. Put in the email. Don't forget to click the box to make sure that you are indeed registering for the Slab Stocks information. As for this video, this was uh, This Week in Sports Cards Volume 8. I hope you guys enjoyed and I will see you next week.